Hello there, this is episode number 47. My name is Moody Badger and welcome back to our IELTS speaking Q&A. This is one of uh, the most important episodes. Uh, we are discussing a full test. We're going to talk about uh, telephoning, reasons for daily travel and benefits of international travel. Without further ado, I'm going directly to ask the questions in the first part and give the relevant answers and then uh, see if we could uh, help each other through this journey of uh, learning or preparing for the ILS exam. The first question is, how often do you make telephone calls? How often do you make telephone calls? Well, um, I'm not a um, phone kind of a guy. I mean, I don't make phones a lot. I'm much more into messaging. So I could say maybe I could have one or two calls uh, once in a day, calling my mom or my dad. Most of my friends are chatting people or they just uh, send a message to you. From time to time, in the busiest days, I could have a couple of calls uh, depending on where I am, especially when I'm traveling. Uh, my father or my, uh, my mom could call me a couple of times. Especially my mom, uh, she, she loves knowing what I'm doing, where I am most of the time, especially when I'm traveling. So um, in one day from a long journey, she'd call me like five or six times, you know, checking me. This is really, really amazing, but under normal circumstances, uh, I don't spend a lot of time phoning. Uh, it's uh, mostly more of the uh, uh, messaging kind of a person. Who do you spend most time talking to on the telephone? Who do you spend most time talking to on the telephone? Well, as I have stated before, it's usually my mother because she calls me more often than another person. And uh, when I'm having a video call, probably with one of my f uh, my, my friends, you know, in um, who are not living in the same place I am at that very moment. So uh, it might take longer, but uh, these kind of video calls are not very frequent. It could be once in two or three weeks. So um, I think it's mostly uh, spending more time talking to my mom on the phone. Uh, when do you think you would next make a telephone call? I think after finishing recording this episode, I'm going to call my grandma, right? Um, because she's in the hospital right now. And she uh, called me uh, about an hour ago, right? I told her that I have something going on, you know, and I'm going to call her later if there is no any kind of emergency. My mom is with her. So soon after finishing this episode, I'm going to, to make that phone call and check them. Do you sometimes prefer to send a text message instead of telephoning? I'm going to repeat this question. Do you sometimes prefer to send a text message instead of telephoning? Why and why not? Uh, I think <clears throat> it's much more easier. Even I love when people text me first before they call me if it's not an emergency call. You know, I don't like being in the middle of something and then receiving a call from somebody interrupting me from what I, I am doing because most of the time, most of the day, you know, I'm doing a kind of work which doesn't need a lot of interruption. If I'm giving lessons, you know, I don't need to have phones coming in and going out. If I'm recording episodes or if I'm writing, I don't like uh, to be interrupted with anything, especially calls. So I, I think I prefer more messaging than than calls because with the text messages, once I see, I when, when I'm really busy, I probably check my phone after every one hour. You know, for a few seconds. So if it's a, there is a message, I will actually answer it. If there is a call I have to make, then I have to to, to make at that very moment. You know, uh, probably replying them, asking them if they are available for for a call. It's a little bit tricky. You know, every time you want to call somebody, you have to text them first. 
it's difficult but uh, for me i usually call directly because it depends on the person that i'm calling for example my mom is working in his uh, in her restaurant so uh, she's always getting a lot of calls a lot of people calling the restaurant a lot of people calling her so for her it's not very disturbing to make a phone call but for me it's the other way around like when she calls me sometimes i'm not really available to pick up the phone because i'm actually focusing on maybe recording an episode or probably uh, writing a book or probably uh, teaching somebody you know so uh, it doesn't need uh, those kind of interruptions enough being said about this part uh, we're going to move forward into the second part um, i'm going to read you the description question you're going to have like one minute to prepare in the examination room you're going to be seeing the q question they're going to give you a piece of paper and also uh, a pencil or a pen to prepare yourself for this question describe a journey by car plane or boat that you remember well you should say where you went how you traveled why you went on the journey and explain why you remember this journey well okay as a student um, um, in in istanbul we had a theater club you know and in this theater club we we kind of um, traveled a lot in other to other cities so one of the most important moment was when we were traveling for acting in uh, to izmir you know we were going to izmir and izmir is a very beautiful city in the um west coast of um, southwestern coast of, uh, of uh, turkey and um it's uh, one of um, the most interesting places but uh, not about the izmir itself it's about the journey we were all students, all young in our 20s, like um, between 21 and 23 years old, you know, and uh, we were so excited. We were singing in the um, in the bus, you know, they gave me a mic and tried to rap a little bit, you know, singing along, you know. So most of the students were Turkish, so we were singing Turkish songs. So I didn't know 90% of them, but the ones that I knew, I also sang along and those kind of stuff. So it was really, really amazing. And it was really beautiful because it was um, full of love. Everyone was exciting. I didn't see anyone who was sad actually, you know, or bored uh, for that case, because everyone had their moments and everyone was uh, a theater actor or actress. So it was kind of like everyone was there to, to, to enjoy the moment. Everyone was self-confident enough to express their real emotion at that very moment. You know, the driver was a very charming guy who just, um, uh, joke with us, play the music, funny musics, you know, funny songs, you know, and uh, the leader for a group was also my friend. Uh, uh, he was from Izmir, so he told us a lot about Izmir, where we go, what to expect, you know, so we were all excited and this was uh, one of the most amazing journeys that I ever heard in my life, you know. Uh, reasons for daily travel. Part three, the first question in this part is, why do people need to travel every day? You know, by definition, traveling is not only going a distant to a distant place, you know, away from home. Sometimes it could be going from home to work, from home to to school, uh, you know, from, from, from school to, to home. You know, going back to um, school from home, you know, home, home to school and um, probably home to work, all those kind of routes, they're called commuting, you know. So when you're commuting, you kind of um, have a chance to, to, to do a lot of things. So people do this because they need 
to, to travel to meet their daily badges. If you want to buy food, you, you have to, to travel somehow if you're not living very close to the market. Nowadays, people could order things from their, the comfort of their homes, which is really, really amazing, but it doesn't stop them from traveling, for example, during the holidays, you know, or traveling to, 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 to work, even if they are working from home. Nowadays, you have like a hybrid system whereby people could work some days at home and some days in the office. So they have to go to the office at the same time. You know, if they want to have a lunch outside, they have to, to travel there. So that's why we have a lot of traffic. Everyone is going out every day. You could see a lot of people because these are social economic activities that are necessary for the human survival. What problems can people have when they are on their daily journey, for example, work or school and why is this i think in big cities uh, that have grown up in big cities uh, one of the major problems is the traffic problem the traffic jam is usually very high and people get frustrated because they cannot move along so they're expected to be at work on time uh, despite the fact that there could be traffic but they cannot come too early enough to avoid the traffic so they usually um have to go back home or to go to work during the rush hour you know um so the traffic problem is the major one and when you you use public transport you know you encounter uh different kinds of challenges as well because you face uh people with different um uh, psychology and different moods so sometimes they might be angry bored you know uh, not very clean you know depending on where you are you know, and sometimes it might be uh, too crowded, you know, too loud, uh, etc. Those are the common challenges that people actually face when they're traveling uh, from uh, work to, to, to school or from, uh, from, from uh, school to home, you know, that triangle. Uh, some people say that daily journeys like these, you know, like traveling, the commuting, will not be so common in the future. Do you agree or disagree and why? It depends on the what, what kind of future we're going to have. Actually, deciding what might happen in the future has always been a big challenge, you know, uh, because uh, there are lots of factors involved, but um, the people who shape their future are the most powerful people in the world. For example, um, uh, the, the technology, uh, uh, you know, investors and uh, industrialists, for example, who were deciding whether people have to, it's a good investment to have flying cars or working from home. You know, people came up with uh, these applications where people could actually work from home and those kind of stuff. So uh, the decisions depends on what's their priority and where they think there are advantages more. But uh, with the increasing trend and um, the way things flow nowadays, I think, uh, most people wouldn't be traveling more, you know, uh, especially for work. You know, a lot of people would be working from home and if not working from home, they're working hybrid. And the ones who decide to go to work is just because they want to work there. And I think more and more companies would be hiring people online and try to convert all the experiences, uh, serving spaces like working spaces and the course that takes uh to actually keep someone in a certain job. So people are going to take more advantage of the um, technology uh, with uh, online working, you know, working from home, but people would still be traveling for other activities, you know, instead of uh, going there for, for work alone. 
Okay, let's talk about the benefits of international travel. What do you think people can learn from traveling to other countries and why? Well, um, I think the exposure is one of the most important things, no matter how small the place you travel to is, you always have things to learn because you're going to interact with different kind of people and these people tend to be a little bit uh, different from your culture by in terms of brave, your brevity, you know, or braveness, you know, so they could be a little bit more brave, they could be a little bit more intelligent, they could be a little bit more aware, you know, socially, so you could learn a lot of things and improve yourself. And when you live in two different cultures, you're not only one person, you're two people, and these two people actually um, can do a better job than one person. So being multicultural, you know, taking positive things from that culture, you know, uh, and probably enjoying the world itself, you know, say you're living in one of European countries or Asian countries and you want to go to safari in Africa, you're going to meet different kind of people with a very different culture, different dishes they have, and this beautiful nature and the animals, it might be interested in actually even living, you know. I've uh, met a lot of people coming from uh, European countries, Asian countries, and even Americans uh, coming to Africa after a visitation and staying a little bit there. want to live here forever because they love it in here. You know, so yeah, I could say that um, those are one of the uh, major things or um, uh, the lesson that you could have actually and the opportunities you could see as you travel abroad. Can travel make a, a positive difference to, to the economy of a country and how? Can travel make a positive difference to the economy of a country and how? I think yes. Um, when it comes to the economy of the country, especially the country which rely on tourism, which is uh, most of the country's beautiful ones, especially the ones with the beaches and with the um, um, animals, you know, they rely on, on tourism in a very huge percent. And the foreign money they're earning could actually uh, help to solve other problems in the country. Uh, and not only for the government itself, but also individuals could have more opportunities to earn more money and uh, learn more from uh, foreign cultures, for example. You know, so the interaction with the foreigners always give people different perspective toward life, you know. So um, I think this is, is, is really, really uh, important for the economy of the country and the general well-being of the country. If the people of the country themselves take the positive things coming from uh, the travelers who are visiting their countries. Do you think a society can benefit if its members have experience of traveling to other countries and in what ways? I'm going to repeat the question. Do you think a society can benefit if its members have experience of traveling to other countries and in what ways can, can these people benefit? As I have mentioned before, uh, going to different country helps you to see the way things are done in those countries. You know, you have different perspective. This exposure helps you to uh, come back with the different ideas. It's much more easier to uh, improve some ideas that you have uh, learned from different countries and apply them to your country to improve the lives of the people. You know, sometimes you even love how to you, you learn how to love your own country. You know, when you go to a country where their citizens are very responsible and they love their country very much, you could actually be inspired to also do something for your own country. You know, it could boost self confidence. You know, you have been able to survive in a very different environment, and. Um, uh, through this experience, you have probably um, 
encountered some challenges and have overcome them. So when you come back to your country, this experience could help you also doing different kind of things. I could say there are so many different uh, benefits to uh, traveling to different countries, especially to your own countries. Sometimes it might be a reason to attract the investors, for instance, if you're into business. If you meet people where you travel or if you know of different opportunities that your country has, you could uh, actually attract investors into your country and help uh, the, into the growth of your, your, your country or the well-being of uh, the individuals in your country as well. So um, this is the last question uh, of this part and this uh, full test. Uh, I hope these questions and answers helps you to get the perspective of uh, how the exam look like. Now, um, that's how you are well, actually supposed close to how you're supposed to be answering uh, in the examination. But what I want to insist is these are not the answers that you should copy and answer the examination. My intention here is helping you to see or to actually um, um, try to figure out how and um, uh, the, the, the why you should answer in a certain way. You know, so I'm, I'm giving you an example, just like a teacher gives you an example, and a question could be different from these questions. So you'd at least have an uh, imagination of how things are inside the examinations, you know. Um, so um, I hope uh, this episode uh, helps you to um, this episode helps you to to become better in in, in, your, in the learning process. I hope this uh, episode uh, give you a chance to um, uh, perform better in the examinations. And also, don't forget to share these episodes with your friends so that everyone uh, can benefit. With them. Uh, this is uh, Moody Bajo. Uh, if you have any questions, you could uh, contact me through my social media accounts, mud.bajoh. Moody Bajo, or could reach us through Bajo Academy, www.bajoacademy.com, or you could reach us through our Instagram uh, page at Bajo Academy. Thank you very much, and I'm wishing you all the best in your preparation for the coming examinations.